Hello and welcome to CFFC, a tactical view. My name is Chapin Zeal. I am your host. I appreciate you joining me today. If you haven't done so already, I would appreciate it if you could rate and review the podcast. It helps get it out to more people, more and more Fire fans and MLS fans. And if you could give me five stars with a review, I will read it out here on the podcast and give you a personal shout out. Yet again, no new ones this week, but I know my listeners out there, one of you will will take the, the few seconds that it takes to just give me a quick uh, five-star rating and review. It helps keep me motivated and, again, get it out to more and more people. So in this episode, we are looking back at MLS Week 24, where the Chicago Fire took on Charlotte FC down at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte with the Fire coming away with a 3-2 victory. And looking at the lineup, the usual 4-2-3-1, Gaga and Goal, and Sekulich, Pineda, and Bornstein, and Navarro across uh, right to left across the back. Federico Navarro. Jimenez as your holding midfielders, Mueller, Shakiri, and Torres as the more attacking midfielders, and then Casper Shabilko back in starting as the number nine. So nice to see that the your four attackers in Mueller, Shakiri, and Tor- Torres and Shabilko are are all starting the match together. They're the four that you. You were really hoping, I know Mueller joined joined midway through the season or, you know, a few weeks into it. Same with Torres, but they're the, they're the four that you're hoping that once they start gelling and really understanding each other's tendencies and that, that the fire will, will be taken off and start stringing more and more victories together as they've been doing as of late, so... Good to see them all in the starting lineup together. But if you turned the game on late, you would have missed Charlotte score. In the first minute, they kick off. The Fire win the ball pretty quickly. They play it back to Gaga. He unfortunately plays a little bit of a poor pass out to the left-hand sideline. Miguel Navarro is able to get onto it. But unfortunately, he is dribbling backwards towards the end line. And he tries to clear it up the left-hand sideline. And Charlotte are able to intercept. Put a quick cross into the penalty box. And a Charlotte attacker is able to rise up, get his head on it, and knock it into the back of the net. to Put Charlotte up 1-0 over the fire again in that first minute. I think the official time was 25 seconds. So very, very, very quick into the match. So obviously with that poor pass from Gaga puts puts Navarro into a bit of a pickle trying to trying to retain possession. And after Charlotte intercept the ball and the ball comes into the penalty box, Pineda goes up for it, but he he misreads it just a little bit and it it Goes just over his head, barely misses it. Sekulich was late recovering on that far side. And when he was able to finally recover, he was he was in a poor position. The, the striker was in between 
him in the ball, so obviously the striker has better position, is able to get his head on it, and not much Gaga can do at that point. So unfortunately, the next 89 minutes, the Fire are going to have to play play from behind, 1-0 down. Doesn't take long, though, and they start getting some pressure on, on the Charlotte Charlotte defense and goalkeeper. In the 16th minute, Shakiri crossed into the penalty box from the left-hand side. Charlotte headed out for a corner. On the ensuing corner, Mueller uh, played it short to Shakiri, who plays it back to Miguel Navarro. And then he plays it one time forward to, to Mueller and out just a little bit to the left wing. He plays a cross in off of the left-hand corner of the penalty box to the far post. Maurizio Pineda makes a run in and knocks it across goal. Um, it it looked to me like it was probably a mishit shot, but it ended up going straight across the face of goal, and Shabilko attacked at the near post, but unfortunately it was collected by the keeper. Not the if it was if it was technical. I think it was ruled as a shot. I don't know if it was a shot or a cross in Pineda's mind. But either way, it was good to see the fire uh, pretty quick coming coming back to put some pressure on on Charlotte. And then just a few minutes later, in the twenty first minute. Jairo Torres wins the ball about halfway in the fire's attacking half, right in the middle, plays it out left to Miguel Navarro, making an overlapping run, who knocks it back into the middle to Jimenez. He dribbles forward, shoots from about 25 yards out. I have never been a, a fan of the long shots of fire take. In this instance, it was saved by the keeper, but knocked back out into the penalty box, and Shabilko was quick to react, attacks the rebound, shoots and scores into the left top-hand corner of the net to level the score 1-1 in the 21st minute. Um, Again, I don't like to see them shooting from distance. They normally don't end up on target. Thankfully, this one did. Thankfully, the 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 keeper was was just knocking it back into into play, and Shabilko, as soon as as soon as Jimenez reared up for for his shot, uh, Shabilko turned and started making a run. So he was he was quick to it. He was definitely first to react, and and it paid off for him, and he he got what he deserved in that moment. So then just a few minutes later in the 24th minute, Gaga plays the ball long. It gets knocked around just a couple of times right around midfield. Mueller comes out with it, though, uh, about halfway in the attacking half right in the middle and plays it out, out wide right to Torres, about 25 yards out from goal. He switches it to Shakiri over on the left-hand side, just inside of the penalty box. He heads it down. Good control with the head net. Heads it down to Federico Navarro standing in the there in center. And he takes a left-footed shot off the half volley to the far post past the keeper. Nothing much he could do about it to put the fire up 2-1 in the 24th minute. 
So other than the first minute fiasco, uh, about halfway through the first half here, the Fire did a good job of not not dropping their heads and keeping on the front foot and keeping a lot of pressure on Charlotte to to end up uh, going from one nil down to two one up about twenty five minutes into the match. So. Into the 37th minute, then Charlotte attacked down down the fire's right-hand side. And there was a shot from the right-hand corner of the of the goal box that was saved by Gaga and cleared out through through the penalty box on the opposite side. So despite giving up uh two goals on on the night, Gaga overall had a had a good match, had three saves handled. Handled cross as well. Um, again, that that first error and a couple of goals. Um, otherwise, it was a quality quality match again from Gaga. So then we roll ahead just a few minutes into the forty fourth and forty fifth minute, where Miguel Navarro passes the ball out of bounds on the left hand sideline for a Charlotte throw. They go back to the center back. Pass up through the fire lines on the left-hand side, uh, work into the final third, play it to the middle, and then play it over to the right on the edge of the penalty box where a pass is scooped into the penalty box right around the penalty uh, marker area. It gets headed down, and a Charlotte player is quickest to it in a little bit of a melee there in the middle. And he is able to to just get his toe on it and poke it past Gaga into the back of the net for a a score of two two right at the death of the first half. So defensively speaking, um Jimenez was was marking marking the goal scorer um on the initial on the initial play, he got caught ball watching a little bit on that scooped pass, and the attacker was just able to peel away from him, sneaking behind him. Miguel Navarro was caught out a little bit in the buildup, um, way up on the left hand side, and during that scoop pass, that I don't know if that was technically the assist, but the the creative pass that that made it all happen. He was in more of a left center back position, and um, but he was he was just a few yards in front of the de- of the defensive line, creating the space for the attacker to run into. So so between Jimenez and Miguel Navarro, some some poor marking, some some poor positioning. Um, really, really led to to that, and obviously the the giveaway, which is has been a killer for the fire. I know, I know, you're gonna turn the ball over at any point in the match, but it's the it's the silly turnovers again. The first goal, the poor pass from Gaga led to it, and then the second goal. The I'm not sure exactly. Um, what the what the miscommunication was, but I mean Miguel Navarro passed it essentially straight out of bounds. So and you know obviously giving Charlotte the ball and then they were able to build up and score. So those 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 boneheaded mistakes, those boneheaded errors, 
um, have definitely cost the fire several several goals this season, and it's something that they they definitely need to improve on if they plan to keep this keep this run going towards the playoffs. So then, rolling into the second half. In the 52nd and 53rd minute, the Fire are able to win the ball in their defensive penalty box. Miguel Navarro did a really good job nicking the ball away and then making a little slide tackle past uh, to Federico Navarro to retain possession. And Navarro then plays it forward to Shakiri. Over on the left-hand side, he was run, making a run from, from inside to out. And before he even got it, he made a look over his right-hand shoulder, saw Shabilko making a run on, on the opposite side. He plays a beautiful ball, first time from right around the midfield stripe over to Shabilko making a run in the right-hand channel. Brings it down nicely, gets a 1v1 with the defender and gets to the edge of the penalty box, cuts inside to his left foot. Really strong shot from just inside the penalty box to the to the near post low and past the keeper to put the fire up 3-2 in the 53rd minute. A very, very impressive strike. Um... Really good to see. Really good to see uh, Shakiri getting a couple of assists. Shabilko getting a couple of goals. Like I said at the start, it's it was at the very start of the season. It was Shabilko and Shakiri who are going to carry the attack, and then bringing in Torres and Mueller. It was supposed to just um, add to it and kind of bring those final pieces in. Because as much as I respect Herbers and Gutierrez, at the moment, uh, Torres and and Mueller look very good out on the wings. I know uh, from from day one, I've been a big fan of Gutierrez, and I I know he will he will go on to to be a regular starter and on to bigger and better things beyond the Chicago Fire. But for the moment, it is Mueller and Torres on the wings. So again, they they played really well on the wings, but it was Shabilko and Shakiri who really carried who really carried the the weight of the assists and goal scoring on the night. So then just a minute later in the 54th minute, Shabilko takes a shot from the edge of the penalty box right around that that same area that he had just scored from. But unfortunately, that shot ends up clattering off of the upright and straight back into the keeper's arms, and Charlotte are able to play out from there. And then in the 68th minute, a couple of substitutions. Herbers comes on for Jimenez, goes into the into that uh, holding midfielder role uh, spot. He's had to he stepped in a, a couple of times recently as Pineda's been stepping back into the center back role to help out back there. And then Gutierrez comes on for Torres, who put in a good shift again, and Mueller switched over to the right-hand side and Gutierrez onto the left. So then in the 81st minute, Mueller has a, a wonderful opportunity 
He gets it on the left-hand side inside of the penalty box. Cuts inside onto his right foot and takes a shot, but unfortunately it was straight at the keeper and saved it, um, cradled it like a, like a baby in his arms. Again, good opportunity. It's a shot that he, he has made. Unfortunately, this time it, he ended up getting, a, I think, a little too much power on it and not enough curl. Um, and again, it's straight at the keeper as opposed to, as opposed to getting it out towards that far post more. So then in the 88th minute, Charlotte attack on the fire's right hand side, get it to the end line, uh, just in, inside of the penalty box. And they play a chip pass to Federico or to the far post and Federico Navarro chess it down uh, and Gaga ends up picking it up. I'll be honest, they, the players didn't seem nervous about it. The commentators didn't seem nervous about it, but I, I was a little bit nervous about it. Um, after, after Navarro knocked it down, it looked like he was gonna, gonna swing his boot through it and, and clear it out to the sideline. And at that time, or at that same time, um, Gaga was going down to to pick it up. So I was a little nervous that there was going to be a clatter there, and the ball was gonna gonna somehow poke back uh, into the penalty box for Charlotte to knock into the net. But thankfully, Gaga was able to. He shouted Navarro off, and was able to just pick it up, and the fire were able to play out. And then in the 90th minute, Charlotte are able to cut through the fire defense. They played a really nice through ball to to cut the to break the fire defensive line. And Pineda is able to get back and defend 1v1. Charlotte take a shot. It gets deflected out for a corner. And on that ensuing corner, um, it was, it was played at the near post, pretty low. It ends up going off of Gaga's arm, deflects up into the penalty box. Charlotte's able to get ahead on it and head it towards goal. Federico Navarro and, uh, Charlotte attacker both go up for it. In the replay, it looked like it went off of Federico, but... The referee uh, ended up calling it out for a goal kick. And that is more or less how the match ended with the Fire once again taking a 3-2 victory home from Charlotte. A very, uh, in my opinion, it was a very impressive impressive match. Like I was saying earlier in, in in the episode... For them to have given up a goal in the first minute, I know it's the first minute. There's still a lot of time left, but at the same time, there's still a lot of time left to end up hanging your head and getting down on yourselves, but they they didn't. They immediately fought back, and within about 20 minutes, they were able to get the equalizer. And then immediately after that, they're able to take the go-ahead uh, goal, and even though right at the again at the death of the first half, they they Charlotte is able to equalize. The Fire come back in the second half, give up a lot of possession, not many clear-cut opportunities for Charlotte. 
Um, but they're, they're, again, they're able to get that game winner by Shabilko there in the 52nd, 53rd minute. And, and then really see the, see the final, you know, 35 ish minutes out and make sure they, they come home with the victory. So really impressive match. Um, especially when you look at some of, some of the stats, they only had 39% possession. They only completed completed 284 passes, but the 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 stat that really sticks out to me and that I I am pleased with are their shots. They had a total of 14 shots, eight of them on target, so that's 57 percent being on target, and three of those found the back of the net. The higher quality shots you end up taking, the more likely you are to score. And, um, I would say only two of the shots that, that they ended up taking were, were beyond range that they shouldn't be. The others were 20, 22 yards out at max. So better shot. And then everything else was inside of the penalty box. Most of them are, are within 12 yards or, or less. So very good, very good shot selection in my opinion. Um, they really, again, they didn't have the ball very much, but when they did, they utilized it well. They moved the ball forward. They attacked quickly. Um, didn't play a ton of crosses, which again, that makes me happy. Only seven crosses on the, on the night. I can't stand. When they get it into the final third and then just cross it, final third and cross it, final third and cross it. They were, they were, they have the, they have the creativity, they have the cleverness, I feel, to, to be able to make, make more passes inside of the final third rather than just try crossing and, and hoping someone gets on the end of it. So a couple of players that I want to pick out, or I'll go three players, I guess. Shabilko obviously gets the start again. It comes back with two goals. It's two goals that he desperately needed. He he, the whole match he was he was playing like you could you could tell he was he was upset that he had not been starting. He came in expecting to be to be the main man, the main number nine. And John Duran has been doing a good job of of really pushing him to get the best out of him. And tonight he came he came back really a lot of energy. And you could tell from minute one he was pressing, he was he was taking shots, he was dropping in, playing good passes. So really pleased to see I've been I've been praising him all season, so it's good to see. It's good to see uh, in this match at least he came in and was was very hungry. So then, number two on my list is Shakiri. I know I was critical of him last week, and he doesn't. He isn't out of the doghouse this week because he got two assists. I'm not even going to say he's necessarily out of my doghouse. I still. I still saw and I I I respect the the commentator was was talking about it uh in the match against Charlotte 
that he's still, you know, was was recovering from his calf injury, and I respect that. You don't want to strain it, but even still, coming back from a calf injury or not, if if you're on the field, I feel like there were times that, especially in in previous weeks, that he was he was only given, you know, wasn't given his all in situations that he he only needed to give fifty percent, and it would have made a difference. Now in the match against Charlotte again, two two assists, but it's not that doesn't bring him out of the doghouse. What brings him out of the doghouse just a little bit? He can start poking his head out of my my doghouse a little bit. Um, is he was working defensively more? There there was a a moment late in the match. He he ended up getting subbed off in the 93rd minute, but I want to say it was maybe like the 85th minute, 88th minute, 82nd minute, somewhere around there. Um, he he went and pressed in the in the fires attacking half. He didn't put on, you know, he he didn't get in there and make any tackle, but he just put just enough pressure on the Charlotte player that he ended up making a bad pass and Federico Navarro was right there to intercept the ball. So those are the types of plays again I don't I'm not expecting him to just run run like a chicken with his head cut off for 90 minutes and just wear himself out constantly, but at the same time it's moments like that that will make a difference when the fire are really under a lot of pressure defensively because Again, they didn't even have 40% of the ball, considerably lower than their average on the season. And as the match went on, they had less and less and less and less of the ball. So moments like that are, are in my opinion at least, are what help keep the, keep the, the match secure. And now Federico Navarro instantly turned the ball over on his next pass. But that aside... It was it was Shakiri putting that little press in that that helped win the ball, and just for that those two seconds three seconds take a little bit of pressure off of the fire. Final player, real quick that I just want to really fast highlight is once again Federico Navarro, and the only reason I am going to highlight him, according to according to some different stats that I've looked at. He had he had six fouls and six conversations with the referee and didn't walk away with any yellow cards. I find that impressive. Looking ahead now to Saturday, August 13th, 6:38 kickoff out in Philadelphia. Chicago take on the uh t- Chicago Fire take on the Philadelphia Union at Subaru Park. Philadelphia right now are currently sitting third in the in the supporter shield standings and number one in the east. They are they are a quality club. They have the best defensive they have the best defensive record out of anybody in, in Major League Soccer and the the fourth best offensive record but fourth best best goal scoring record out of anybody in the league so a top club um 
is going to be is going to be a a major test for the fire. They're in good form right now. They have actually they have actually snuck into playoff position. I should have led the I should have led the episode with that. But the fire are in seventh place right now. 30 points they they have the same amount of points as Orlando, Miami, and New England, who sit in eighth, ninth, and tenth, but the Fire are ahead on on goal difference, um, which thankfully they started out the season very, very strong defensively. Had some some hiccups there, toward, you know, they're uh, kind of in the middle, but have recovered well. And mainly, the nice thing is, is they're starting to score some goals which that's always good. But in terms of Philadelphia, they don't give up many. So the fire are definitely going to have to going to have to be on on their front foot um and their their best come out with their with their shooting boots on and and their goal scoring boots on whether it's whether whether it's Shabilko again, whether it's um, Shakiri or Mueller, uh, hopefully Torres can can start knocking some in. Um, Goody coming off of the bench, even if it's Shehos. Shehos is one of our one of the top goal scorers for the Fire this this season. Even if it's him knocking some headers in, however it is, they they are gonna have to score. And Philadelphia does not like when the opponent scores on them, so it is going to be a very difficult, difficult match. And Philadelphia, they 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 attack themselves again. Fourth most goals in the in the league. They get the ball um, and they they play it forward. They don't average a ton of possession, forty two on the season, but when they get it. 42% of their passes go forward. So they they're a very they're a very attacking team. They're they're not afraid to to play the ball forward. Again, they score a lot of goals. The majority of them come from come from inside of the box. They have a goal a few goals from outside of the box, but they are they are deadly from inside of it. They have they have a a they get a lot of their shots on target so they're they're a quality team both offensively defensively they're a team again that the that the fire are definitely going to have to really come in top form if they if they plan on walking away with any any type of result um after this one and again with them sitting in 7th place right now and I believe nine matches left uh, off of my last count. This is this is where they want to be. This is the form they want to be in at this time of season, with where they sat. Uh, you know, the last the uh, back through like April and May, June. It was it was a tough go through that. Um, but again, they've they've been recovering well. They've got they have four wins out of their last five matches. They're in great form. Tough opponents ahead. But again, this is where you want to be. They've got some some I I don't want to say easier opponents, but in comparison to Philadelphia, 
this weekend in New York City, um, the following weekend, you, 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 you definitely need to need to rack up points where you can because it's, it's, it's getting down to crunch time and it is getting exciting. So once again, don't forget the fire take on Philadelphia Union Saturday, August 13th, kickoff at 638. You can watch it and WGN, CF 97 and the Chicago Fire app. Go fire.